Embrace difficulties. When Mia Blundet Let's try that again. When Mia Blundetto, age 23, first lieutenant, U.S. Marine Corps, was billeted to logistics in Okinawa, she had to get her ticket punched at jump school. Describing that moment two years later, she said, I hate falling, that feeling in your chest. There's not a day in my life I wanted to jump out of an airplane. I wouldn't even go down a water slide until I was in middle school. But I was in charge of a platoon of Marines who rigged parachutes and jumped out of airplanes and dropped cargo. It's one of the most sought-out billets as as a logistics officer, very hard to get. My commanding officer said, you know, you will be air delivery platoon commander. If you don't want to do that, I'll put you somewhere else and we'll let the next guy have that job. Unquote. There's no way I could have let somebody else have this job that everybody wanted. So I looked him straight in the face and said, Yes, sir. I'll jump out of airplanes. Mia is five feet seven inches of blonde ambition. Her father, Frank, ex-Marine, is in awe. Quote, She'll do more pull-ups than most of the guys in her class. She has the Maryland state record in the bench press. She was sixth in the NCAA for powerlifting. Very soft-spoken, you just don't see it coming." When we had Mia to ourselves, we asked her if Frank was blowing smoke. She laughed. Quote, he likes to exaggerate, but when pressed, she admitted to the facts. Until recently, women in the Marines were required to do flex arm hangs instead of pull-ups, where the chin crosses the plane of the pull-up bar. With the newly toughened rules effective in 2014 require a minimum of three pull-ups, the same as the minimum for men. Targets of three pull-ups, the same as the minimum for men. Targets are eight pull-ups for women, 20 for men. Mia does 13 and is shooting for 20. As a student in the Naval Academy, she qualified two years in a row for nationals in powerlifting. Three sets, each of bench press, squats, and deadlifts, setting Maryland state records. So we know she's tough. An aversion to falling is an instinctual reflex for self-preservation, but her decision to take the assignment was a foregone conclusion the kind of grit the Marines and the Blondettos are known for. Mia has a sister and two brothers. They're all active duty Marines. As it turned out, the third time Mia threw herself out the jump door of a C-130 troop transport at 1,250 feet, she plummeted right down, right onto another soldier's inflated parachute. But we were getting ahead of the story. We're interested in her jump school training because it's a great example of how some difficulties that elicit more effort 
and that slow down learning, spacing, interleaving, mixing up practice and others will more than compensate for the inconvenience by making the learning stronger, more precise and more enduring. Short-term impediments that make for stronger learning have come to be called desirable difficulties, a term coined by the psychologists Elizabeth and Robert Bjork. The Army's Jump School at Fort Benning, Georgia is designed to make sure you get it right and get it done. And it's a model of learning through desirable difficulty. You're not allowed to carry a notebook and write notes. You listen, watch, rehearse, and execute. Jump School is a place where testing is the principal instructional medium, and the test is in the doing. And like all things military, Jump School adheres to a strict protocol, get it right, or get the boot. The parachute landing fall, or PLF, in military parlance, is a technique of hitting the ground and rolling in a way that distributes the impact over the balls of your feet, the side of your calf, the side of your thigh, the side of your hip, and the side of your back. There are six possible directions in which to execute the fall through along the length of your body determined by conditions in the moment such as the direction of your drift, terrain, wind, and whether you're oscillating or as you approach the ground. In your first exposure to this essential skill of parachuting, you stand in a naval gravel pit or the parachute landing fall is explained and demonstrated. Then you try it. You practice falling along different planes of the body. You get corrective feedback, and you practice it again. Over the ensuing ensuing week, the difficulty is notched up. The stand on a platform two, two feet off the ground. On the command ready, you rock up on the balls of your feet and knees together, arms skyward. On the command land, you jump off the wall and execute your parachute landing fall. The test becomes more difficult. You clip yourself onto a zip line a dozen feet off the ground, grab onto an overhead T-bar, and drift down to a landing site. We're on command. You release and execute the parachute landing fall. You practice falling on the right and left, forward and backward, mixing it up. The difficulty is increased again. The climb to a platform 12 feet off the ground where you practice strapping on your harness, checking gear using the buddy system, and jumping through a mock-up of an airplane jumping door. The harness has risers like those from a parachute hooked up to a zip line, but allowing for the same long arc of suspension. And when you jump, you have the momentary downward sensation of free fall, following with the broad oscillations of suspension as you move along the cable getting familiar with the motions of a real jump. But at the bottom, it's the instructor, not you, who pulls the release and drops you last, the last two or three feet to earth. So now you're executing your fall randomly from all directions, simulating what's to come. Next, you climb a 30-foot tower to practice all the elements of a jump and the choreography of a mass exit from the aircraft 
learning how it feels to fall from a height, how to deal, how to deal with equipment malfunctions, how to jump with a load of, of heavy combat equipment. Through demonstration and simulation and escalating levels of difficulty that must be mastered in order to progress from one to the next, you learn how to board the aircraft as a part of a jump crew and participate in the command sequence of 30 troops positioning for a mass exit over a drop zone. How to get out of the jump door correctly, how to count 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 and feel your chute deploy, or if you get to 6,000 to pull the cord on your reserve chute. How to deal with twisted suspension lines, avoid collisions, hold onto the wind, sort out a tangled control line, how to avoid stealing air from another jumper, the contingencies for landing in trees, water, or power lines, how to jump by day or night in different wind and weather, The knowledge and skill to be acquired are many, and practice is spaced and interleaved. Both by the default, as you wait your turn at each of the staging areas, airline mock-ups, jump platforms, and harness mechanisms, and by necessity, in order to cover all that must be mastered and integrate the disparate, disparate components. Finally, if you make it to week three without washing out, you jump for real making five exits from military transport with successful completion of the training and five successful jumps you earn your jump wings and the airborne certificate on mia's third jump she was first in line at the port jump door with 14 jumpers queued behind her and another 14 queued behind the guy standing on the opposite door so what the first person does in this case me you hand off your start starting rather static line to the sergeant airborne and there's a light it's red or green and you get the one minute warning then the 30 second warning i'm standing at this door for a few minutes and it's beautiful it's probably one of the prettiest things i've ever seen but i was terrified there was nothing to get in the way nothing i had to think about except just waiting waiting for the go the guy at the door other door went then I jumped and I'm counting 1,000, 2,000. And suddenly at 4,000, I had a green parachute wrapped all around me. I'm thinking, there's no way this can be my parachute. I'd felt my chute open. I'd felt it lift. I realized that I was on top of the first jumper. So just sort of swam out of his parachute and steered away from him. Jumpers are staggered. But in the four turbulent seconds until your chute opens, you have neither awareness nor control over the proximity to other jumpers. The incident, which amounted to nothing thanks to her training, is telling nonetheless. Had it frightened her? Not at all, she said. Mia was prepared to handle it, and her confidence gave her the cool to just sort of, sort of swim out. It's one thing to feel confident of your knowledge. Is something else to demonstrate mastery. Testing is not only a powerful learning strategy, it's a potent reality check in the accuracy of your own judgment of what you know how to do. When confidence is based on repeated performance demonstrated through testing that simulates real-world conditions, you can lean into it, 
facing the jump door may always reawaken feelings of terror. But the moment she's out, Mia says, the fear evaporates.